See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Yeah, see? Got it. I got it before I even bother wasting so, my so time. So the first time is always... <laughs> Just ruined. Okay. Ah, yes. And we are ready. My name is Mal. With me as always... Uh, Dr. Morbius. And this is Slow Robot A Go-Go. From Parts Unknown. From, yes, from Parts Unknown. Well, we know where Slow Robot A Go-Go is from. Dr. Morbius is from where we don't know. Yeah, we don't well, know. we don't want to know yeah, Probably not. And this is show 228. Wow, yeah. what a show. What a show, what a career. What yeah, a, wow. What a living. All this making. fame and fortune. Yeah, all so, that. So, uh, what, what have you watched this week? I mean, other than you, you the go, news. You, you go first, you go we, first. Being from the uh, wonderful state of Florida, we watched the news. As it was all terror all the oh, time. Yeah. The hurricane and the rain. Oh my God, it's going to kill us. And it didn't do any of that. It rained a lot. It's raining now. It's raining. Who cares? All right, it's raining men. Um, I watched only two movies this week, if you can believe that. I'll, I'll let I can believe it. All you listeners out there, I'll let you readjust your I brains, because, you know. So I watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Great movie. Wonderful movie. And then I watched The Hateful Eight. So it was a Western, an epic Western night. Uh, it was a lot of fun. All right. Um, both of them really solid movies. Um... You know, of course, you know the good, the bad, and the ugly is is obviously on one of my top ten, um, and nothing's changed. You know, you watch that; that's almost like one of those timeless classics. Uh, the cinematography is great. The actors are off the chart perfect. You know, there's there's not a, there's not one thing I could ever fault that movie for. I love it from the moment you it for, starts. You forgot the to most the, important. To the end. You forgot almost. Tuco. You forgot almost, almost the 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 most almost. Not it's not the most important part, but almost the most important part of that movie. Well, go ahead and put the music. Man. Well, yeah, of course, Leone. The music. That's some of the greatest. That's to me. It's like if I have that soundtrack. That soundtrack is like the greatest soundtrack to a movie, from my in my opinion, and any uh, uh, forever. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just it be, it's a character. Yeah, and that's uh, well, that's and they even, you know, he even uh, helped with the Hateful Eight soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like Marconi, that, yeah, yeah, like Marconi is—he's known. He's done a lot of uh, movie soundtracks um, through the years. I know, but that one really, Hundreds. yeah, that's I mean, that, that, but that um, that one really was like just it matched just put him on the, the mood. It matched everything perfectly. You him know, and was, uh, Henry Mancini were great. Mancini did great guys, great sound. Backer act to an extent, but those two. Did and then what about uh, and then the guy who did uh, Tim Br- John Williams, John Williams, and. Um, there's, Who's um, the guy that does all of Burton's movies? Uh, oh God, I can't. There's Jerry Danny Goldsmith, Elfman. Danny, there's yeah. Jerry Goldsmith, Danny Elfman. Some of these guys, they're really, lot of guys they're really good at it. I mean, they're, they're, some of them are really, really good at it. And, you know, and he's one of them. And uh, Hateful Eight was a good watch. Uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a good western. It's a solid movie. I like I like some of the actors in it. Some of them are are good support actors. You know, it, overall it was a fun watch. Um, so both of them really solid. It was just a western kind of a mood last weekend, so that was uh, right. had some beers and had some westerns, All right. and both those was movies. Was that like a, a one night, both in one? Yeah, night? yeah, right after all one, six hours. Yep, it was all, all twenty five hours of western because uh, those are both both those movies are not light on the time. I'll say that it's not a oh, it's not oh, an in and out oh. quick ninety minutes of storytelling. No, you're not. in for the long haul. Oh, God. But I didn't mind it. I liked it actually. It was kind of a it was a neat. Treat. Okay, well, neat treat. And then, other than that, I've been watching a lot of uh, on reels. I alluded, I talked a little bit about that last show. Um, a lot of that um, last couple hours of a celebrity's life, and there's a corner going through the what the toxicology reports and stuff. So I've been watching a lot of that. Did you watch one of the Bruce Lee one? Not yet. Um, Robin Williams, Phil Hartman. Um, what's that guy's name? John Belushi, and then John, the the guy that's uh, from Saturday Night Live that was like John Belushi, uh, oh, Chris yeah, Farley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so those are the four that I kind of did. Oh, and Michael Jackson, which was weird. I don't know why I watched that one. I don't even like Michael Jackson. I don't. I never bought into that King of Pop thing. I I don't know what that was about. But anyway, uh, so it was it was an interesting. These are these are very weird. It's weird how messed up and filled with drugs a lot of these guys are, and and you don't even realize it. You're like, huh? Yeah. 
just it's you, you think people are just normal, but then they're just really not normal, and you're like, oh, weird. It's, it's funny when like you call when you you or your people call yourself something like the King of Pop, or the Rolling Stones call themselves the greatest rock and roll band on you know there is rock and roll band. <laughs> it's like they called themselves. It's like we should that this is the greatest B movie podcast on earth. Okay, we should put a parenthesis over it. That no, way, that way of, we can convince people. King, to, king of B movie podcast. Yeah, there's a king. We're yeah. the king of B-movie podcasts. Yeah, we can just quote-unquote, you know, yeah. we can give it to ourselves, even though, you know, nobody actually said it, but we'll do it for you, so that way we can convince you that we are the greatest, yeah. even though, you know, we're okay. Because some of the, well, the thing about, with Michael Jackson, and, and of course that's not the kind of music I listen to, that's fine. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not begrudging him for that, I just don't, I didn't see any difference between him and, like, other people from that era but but then just but people just went nuts like there was like millions of people guys were sitting in the front row like screaming for him I'm like are you kidding me like hey man I, if you, I, but if, if you dig it you dig it and I just I, I I'm just saying you know. if you didn't like Michael Jackson you're a racist okay I'm just gonna say it you know nope, I mean, go I'm ahead. just gonna throw it down you know no I mean he was okay I liked him better with the Jackson Five I like those songs better than the I have a couple of them you know and I, and I like you know Thriller. I'm okay. sure it's an okay record. Uh, Vincent Price is on the video. That's cool. I'm sure yeah. someone right now is screaming at their computer listening to this because they love Michael Jackson more than anything. Uh, you know, and that's fine. You and you were around that around that time. You were what about uh, twelve or thirteen or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, something. Were you like into already like me- Sabbath and all that? Not stuff? punk. By then, I was probably in, when, 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 when yeah when they were when they were coming around. It was uh, started out with Sabbath, ACDC. Um, and then it just quickly degraded right to punk. I mean, that was that that in that tra- high, that huh? transition was so quick and easy. It was you know then it was just now, sex now, pistols and and now, here's what I want to understand though. You lived in like uh, in your words like in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere, right? yeah. How'd you punk come into your life? Hard. It it was hard to find out stuff back then. It was hard to find it. But, I mean, some kid in school brought a forty five or something. Or how did that I think happen? what happened was my. My sister. Oh, that's right. The no, sister. well, no. My sister used to listen to like the Descendants and B fifty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she new was wave. new wave. New wave. Yeah. And if you're around the new wave crowd, sure, it's pretty easy to get a hold of that stuff. And once I got, once I heard Suicidal, I got them. That's right. And then once I got them, then I started getting the catalogs, and I just was nuts. You're, you know, yeah, full I, on, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot your sister was big into that, and it's like you got you were able to listen to it and go like. Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm angry. Oh, shoot. Oh, I'm shoot, an angry yeah. young man. Yeah, oh, I, was, I was filled with testosterone and rage, and uh, but she, but she listened to like the like the Devo and that kind of stuff. So yeah, the new wave, the poppy new wave stuff, and weird stuff like Gregorian chants and and cool. uh, Echo and the Bunny Man. I like Echo. Like I like Echo and the Bunny. But she is she had some really crazy stuff, you know, and uh, and it was kind of neat. But I was just in my own little, you know, a teenage boy is on yeah, their yeah, own yeah. little... Yeah, well, that's, that's a progression. <laughs> that's what I mean. Sabbath, you know, Zeppelin, you know, ACDC. And that's and then good get, stuff. And then, and then when you get to ACDC, you've kind of like made it a lot more basic. So it's like all of a sudden it's like, oh man, yeah, this is ACDC but with anger and faster. Yeah. I love it. You know? and, and, and plus, you know, my dad was listening to stuff like Deep Purple and Fifth Dimension and sure. Mamas and Papas. That was fine. It's good. That's good music to grow up listening to in your household, and then you know, then you transition into what your you know stuff you like. So that's it. That's the story. That's the story. Yep. So what, and what did you watch this week? Anything? I can't remember. I thought I thought I did, and I can't remember. It, felt, it was obviously not memorable memorable enough to talk about. So yowza. Uh, we'll just leave it there. All right. Well, when, uh, let's take a quick trailer break, and then when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna get delve into the spy world of of old. Old man spy guy game, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> old guy Weird. spies. All right. We'll be right back. Not 007. Older and weirder. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Whenever there's a party and all the chicks are there, I ain't the kind of fella just to stand around and stare. Cause I believe in action, my soul is pleasure bent. And though I dig the chick I pick, it's never permanent. Oh, I cut in, yeah, yeah. I cut up, yeah, yeah, yeah. and cut out. Yes, he do, yes, he do, he really do. Oh, there's never been a devil like me. No, there ain't. Here about. Yeah,
ever ready. There's no one more alert. I don't need any coaxing when the chicks begin to flirt. I don't care if they're skinny or fat or short or tall. It really makes no difference cause I love to love them all. Oh, I cut in and I cut up and cut out. There's never been a devil like me here about. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. attention. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! Advertising from... Sure, uh, the Preparation H. <laughs> we're starting a punk band called the Hemorrhoids, and once you get us, you're never, we're never leaving. They're so. going to go away. We're looking for like the for Preparation H people to sponsor us. Uh, we're looking some for someone who can sing and play guitar, guitar and play <laughs> bass and play drums. And if you have, if we can sing, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. As good as a punk band can. And if, anyway. that, if, the, if the Riverdales so eloquently haven't given away the name of our, of our <laughs> movie, what, what are we doing this week? Agent for Harm. Agent for you know what's harm. funny? When I went online, I, when I went on YouTube, I typed in Agent from Harm. From I harm, did too. And it took me to the movie. Yeah. But it's really Agent for Harm. Yep. We never do find out what harm means. Holistic analog rental meat. Yes. That's a that's a line from uh, MST. Yes. Uh, the MST there you go. did this one, and uh, that's why I knew this movie inside and out. But this one is straight, no chaser, baby. You're not getting any. You're, you're getting this like full frontal. None of the you know none. No no funny ha-has to help you through. I it, was you know? um, I was hoping that, and again, I like to go back and watch the movies that they do on MST, just because. Yeah. And I was hoping that there would be some nudity and stuff like that, but there was nothing. No. They didn't even... I don't even think they trimmed it down for MST. This movie? Yeah. This movie was... I read Short. a little bit about it. It, it was It was. A, it was going to be made for television, um, but then they turned it into a theatrical, but it was going to be... And it looks like a pilot for a it, TV show. It sure plays like one, you know. But somebody said, hey, wait a minute, all the Bond movies, you know, obviously it was made for the cash-in on the Bond... And the man from UNCLE, crazy, hey, let's put it in the movies, and we'll put it on... A, they put it on a double feature with, like, Wild Wild Summer or something, you know. Ugh. Something yeah. like that. But, yeah, but you get, like, uh, you know, this is, uh, you get one of the oldest uh, secret agents. Uh, you know. <laughs> Mark Richmond, who's great. You know, he was in Star Trek, a lot of television. He's great. You know, what was right? he in Star Trek? 
Oh, he was a guest star. I forgot what episode oh, it was. Mark okay. Richmond's on oh. there. We can check him out later. I, I figured there. he was... A lot of TV. I figured he was an actor that was did a lot of stuff. I never looked him up, and I never looked up the girl either. Oh, my God. Uh, I, but I was just like, uh, you I'm going to be talking about her incessantly, the goddess that is Barbara Boucher. She... She was in Star Trek as well. She did. A, <laughs> she plays a guest star. Well, there's a lot of Star Trek things. Shatner going on wasn't here. in this, was he? Well, he, his spirit was. Agent there. for Harm. Yeah, Agent for Harm. He's gonna. He, no, he. Uh, all the actors from Star Trek just applied Shatner's acting method to their to well, their you, performance. Well, you know what's funny? There's an episode of The Man from Uncle. And Shatner and Nimoy are in it, and it was That's before awesome. Star Trek. That's so awesome. Yeah, so it was a, one of the black and white ones. So anyway, um, I've been trying to get a hold of that vinyl album that Shatner and uh, and and Nimoy did. Uh, which one? The, the one Shatner does, like Mr. Tambourine Man. And no, all I have that, that one. No, there's like a vinyl record where I think half of it is oh, Nimoy oh, and yeah, half yeah. of it is Shatner. I'm like, uh, yeah. oh, I'm getting that. I don't care what happens. I'm getting that in my collection. Well, it was collection. great. Back then, all the guys, who, all these old guys that made these shows, if they were hits, they would try to turn them into pop stars, and they put Whatever. out an album. Lauren Green. You hey, know. if you sell, if you sell something, you're getting money. Dan Blocker, um, you know, whoever, yeah. you know, Shatner, Nimoy. So, so Agent for Scotty. Harm is 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 just like this. It's a it's. They try to take as much as they can from all the the genre that's already been established. Yes, yes. Like they have the map that shows where their agents are, and they have the guy who's in like the the, the office that's directing the agents, the harm Wendell Corey, agents. Yeah, Wendell from lots of movies, but in Boomy in B movie land, we we like to think of him as being in. Uh, I think it was Women of the Prehistoric Planet or one of those mm. or something like that. He was uh, he was an old Hollywood. Uh, star of the 40s and I think in the 60s he pretty much made every movie kind of drunk because he seemed to be slurring his words a lot you know but uh, he's like yeah he's like I won $100 and a bottle of scotch at all times and they're like whatever but the girl is the great Barbara Boucher who went on to do lots and tons of Euro thrillers and oh my gosh I love her so much she was she showed a lot more later in the, the movies but here we get to see her in a bikini and she's just fine yep it was pretty it was pretty crazy they had a Oh, they even had like, like the uh, p- money penny angle where yeah. the lady, the the lady yeah. that was in the yeah. office was gonna date Agent for Harm, yeah. uh, yep. Chase. No, what's the guy's name? Adam Chance. Adam Chance. Yeah. Adam Chance is is our agent from Harm. She was Donna Michelle, Playboy Playmate of the Year. Believe oh, well, it or not. Can, yeah, I didn't know she did it. movies. Yeah. I mean, she was really. I pretty, mean, you know. Count Yorga's in this movie. Robert Corey, he's one of the bad guys. He's kind of Yorga's in this movie. Of course he is. The, the bad guy, Mr. Batty, Martin Kosleck, he was in like a year before. He was in the Flesh Eaters. So there's like a flesh eating connection with him because you got flesh eating fungus in this yeah. one and flesh eating fungus in the flesh eaters. So yeah. he was a he was a classic kind of like it's Nazi a star guy it's a star studded cast a of of just people you know because you television. go I sure think I know them but I don't know where they, they were probably on the love boat because everyone was on the love the boat. The Latin guy you know. Rafael Campos he did tons of television. He was also in the Astros. They zombies. were the, they were the guy that always, the, um, MSC always said he was like Prince every time he came on the yeah, like, yeah yeah I can see. <laughs> Damn, you know they they, they started singing Prince songs or doing stuff. Yeah, I could so say it that, was yeah. it was very funny. This is actually one of the the Agent for Harm episode is usually in people's top ten to top twenty. Is it really that good? Oh, like well, that? it's very funny, and, oh, yeah. and you know there's a couple that really stand out as like the pinnacle of these were like some, almost like the funniest hits, you know. And Agent for Harm because it is a funny wacky movie. It is a wacky, but movie. it's watchable. It is wild. It's not though. bad. It's not to the point where you're it's like, competent. get this over. Yeah, it's completely made. It just is nonsense because like it's, it's so. It's but it's so funny, you know. So, so we meet our our, our hero, uh, Chant Adam Chance. Well, the, I think in the beginning the doctor is, is oh that's is right being ambushed. We start in the Russian blocker or yeah, or the yeah, you know you or the go. or the German. Whatever, Russian, I think. Yeah, Russian. and he's trying to escape, and there's just these old doctors running through this rock field. Yeah, right. And there's a soldier there, and then he gets shot, and then they're like, oh, thank... The, the doctor comes up with his friend to a guy that looks like, not Telly Savalas, but he looks like the guy uh, from... Sid Haig. Yeah, he looks like Sid Haig, and he's sitting there, and he's like, oh, thank God we made it. And he's like, oh, we haven't made it yet, comrade. Also, you should choose your friends better. Yeah. Meaning he got bought, so now they're taking him back, this doctor. Who's like a scientist? One of those. The whole premise. But he's is, a good scientist. He's the, a good doctor. The premise he's is a he's, he's being poached. 
like just like the Nazi yeah, scientists, yeah. like the Russian scientists, like Werner von Braun. Pe- pe- people try and get these guys because they're very intelligent, and these guys don't care where they live. Don't just don't yeah, yeah, shoot yeah, them, yeah, you know. Yeah. So so this guy's like, oh, he's trying to get out, and then he's like, no. So his the doctor's friend, gra- the scientist's friend, grabs Sid Haig's gun. gun and it shoots him. And then, then the, the mighty, doc- mighty elderly man <laughs> takes him and punches him out and like and puts his hand on the guy's face and you're like, is he trying to take a picture of him saying that he's gay? Kind of like oh I, you know, but no he's not. So he jumps in this guy's Volkswagen bus and tears ass out of there. And then you see the other guy, the guy that he shot, has got his face is all like green and green goop. Green goop. So you go, ooh, why did he shoot him? And then, like, then Sid Haig wakes up and he goes, peace ah, because his hand has it, which means he's dead too. Yeah, it's like this fungus. What, 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 yeah, fungus. And I, if I wish I had that song. Yeah, we could find it, but yeah. uh, so we may. No, well, I lost my computer. That was on my computer. But I could probably find yeah, it you elsewhere. Could, could probably find it. So it turns out, like the, the the whole premise is, a meteor came to Earth in Russia, and this scientist has fragments of it. And what happens is he puts this in this little air gun. It's like a pellet gun, and it shoots a little blast. And if it hits you eats you alive from the inside out and turns you into this pile of green goopy slime. The green slime. slime or the incredible melting man. Yes, it's the same milk. It, it's it's not Nickelodeon funny slime. It's like that it's bubbly, nasty... It's like poopy slime. Yeah, yeah. It's it's green baby shit diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> so that, and, and That's the name of my other punk band, by the way. Never not booked. They're always booked. booked. It's uh, So um, that's the basic premise. Now, now he, this... This this scientist escapes, and and now agent for harm is is brought into the is brought in saying you have to uh I can't get green baby <laughs> shit diarrhea out of my head. Well, none yeah, of us I got can. diarrhea of the mouth, but you know I got it in my head now. So now oh, I gotta clean it off. You got a towel there? Yes. Oh god. So now we're whisked away. And Some we, of our friends are probably dealing with cream baby shit. Yes, Houston. Huh? <laughs> Looking your way. Houston, you got a problem. Poopy pants <laughs> McGillicuddy. So, <laughs> friend of ours just got a, yeah. has a newborn baby. He's got a kid. Yeah. So he's knee deep in the shit, <laughs> yeah. as they would say on uh, say Tales from the, the Crypt. Yeah. As Tales from the Crypt would say. Yeah. What was that guy's name? Clarence? Uh, Tales from the Hood. Clarence yeah, Williams the Third. Clarence Williams the Third might say from Tales from the Hood, Houston is knee deep in shit. Anyway, <laughs> oh my God, we're, our brains are fine. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. we're whisked away to a to a, to a, a a guy having a fight with a girl, and they're doing karate and throwing shooting guns. And he says this weird thing where he says karate range, no judo range. Oh no, that's Adam Chance. He's like Adam Chance. No, that's where with the way we're we're smash cut to Adam Chance oh. and this uh, buxom blonde who looks like she was late for a Russ Meyer. Yeah, audition. yeah, she looks like Tara Satana Jr. Oh or yeah, she so, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's her daughter, and yeah. she's like. And she's like, oh, Adam, now that we've, like, you know, done this, we got, I want to, she's, she's really pushy. She goes, what about tonight? He goes, sorry, baby, I got another yeah. thing tonight. I'm busy tonight, but, you know, apparently, I'll you in this week. We're in an alternate universe where 45-year-old dudes are hot. And, with, and a little white, after, with a little white streak. <laughs> they're hot and sought after by young, buxom women. You're well, like, huh. We can only hope. Nah. Anyway, so they go back, and uh, I guess, and I guess, his, you know, Wendell Corey tells him, you know, hey, you've got to go. Right, he tells me you got to go on this case. Yeah, you this guy's this dead. Our, our agent, who's got supposed killed. to get this guy, died. He to his autopsy or something. He goes, but I got a date with the secretary over I've here. I've canceled that, Adam. You're on the case. <laughs> like C blocker. Yeah. Yep. Drunk oh, yeah. C blocker. Yeah. So that's Adam Chance. You can pick him up anyway. Adam time. Chance, man. It rolls off your tongue yeah, just like James Bond. James Bond or Adam Chance. Green baby. I was diarrhea. waiting for him to say Chance. Adam Chance. I was yeah. waiting. I was waiting for it. Yeah. Uh, so then now he's like, okay, well now I'm on the case, and he goes and he's like, he, they go to the autopsy and they're just they're looking at a big pile of goop and you're like, okay, well this is weird. And then he goes to California and he he shows up at this doctor's a the doctor lives in this impossible beach house. Yeah, like a like a beach party from like a beach party bingo beach yeah. house or whatever. And there is nothing else around. It is beach and ocean. And awesome. just this house, awesome. and I'm like, that house would be worth twenty quadrillion dollars now. It's 
awesome. Maybe man. thirty quadrillion dollars. And and I think later on they even say like the the surfer guy goes, hey, can I use your beach? So he owns it's a, a private beach property. Oof, man. Can you imagine that? So anyway, private beach with Barbara Boucher like in the little uh, you know tent there. <laughs> yeah. Canada. So he knocks on the door and no one answers, and he hears music or he hears uh, not music, uh, English a, a, lessons. English lessons coming from this little tent set up on the on the on the beach there. Yeah. And he walks in and he is like smarm alert number like 10 the smarm alert is at 10 of 10 yeah. he's just like <laughs> and she's like she's pretending to buy into it and yeah. you're like and he's like you see ma'am i have the i have the 30 encyclopedias in this briefcase yeah, and these are my great like pickup lines from 1966 oh and you're like god he's like i don't know what kind what you're selling but i'm not buying and he's like well you don't look like the mop and brush type and and he's being smarmy and she's like pretending to buy into it so they're like, what am I watching here? She's like, oh, you want my uncle, wink. He's up there. And then she's like, and he's like, okay. So he goes and and tells the uncle, he's basically like, well, I'm here and you're coming back with me. Because we, we need to find out about your goop, the yeah. goop you're making. And this, this doctor kind of says, I don't have to. But then he's like, he gets really mean with him. He's like... You know, you know, no one, no one asks me how I get things yeah, done. Yeah, right. I, I just get things done one way or the other. Because I'm saying, Adam Chance. I want to kill you. Yeah, he's pretty much saying you're coming with me, and and there ain't no two ways about it. Yeah. Uh, Not yeah. only am I you coming with me, but after I'm done, I'm going to like do your niece over there. Yeah. Because you know? sure, I'm whatever. Adam Chance, and nobody stops me because I'm licensed to annoy people. Yeah, I'm licensed to smarm. Yeah, I'm licensed to smarm. Agent from smarm. That's what it is. That they just forgot. So yeah. now, I mean. So while he's talking to him, all of a sudden it's like, you know, he goes, well, uh, niece, can you, you might, we have a conversation now, okay, you might go out of the room. She goes, oh, okay, I could go. And she goes to a room and then she, all of a sudden she goes into her pocketbook and pulls out like a little, and a microphone. She goes, oh, we need to have a meeting. And I'm going, uh-oh, there's something. Double agent. Double agent. Double your fun. Double wow. agent. So, you know, so that's going on. And Turns like, out Hottie Mc, Mc sexy Pants is a... Uh, is a, an agent for the Russia or, for Russia. or yeah, and they're like, oh, Adam Chance is here from harm. We must, uh, you know, you, we, comrade, we must uh, acquire him. Yeah. So she's playing the angle, like you know, and they come to find out, like, oh, I haven't seen my niece in so long, and now she showed up, and isn't it wonderful we're reunited? Yeah, she was a little girl when I left her. I didn't know she was going to turn to this hot, you know, chick that you yeah. know wouldn't, you know, that I'm not messing with because she's my niece, you know. And then we're th- so now this. This movie does kind of hit a rut where it's like, you don't, like, I couldn't tell you the, the, the sequence of events from this point on. Like, well, you, you start, you start, the bad you, guys introduced. You get, yeah, you get introduced to the bad guy and his henchmen. But and then they send a truck, and to, then, but, but then he doesn't get into the truck. No, but, well, or, no, what happens is, yeah. if I remember correctly, was he, the henchmen come with a plan and, um, Basically, they're going to send a truck to get the doctor. The doctor or and and, and the formula. Because the doctor... And they want to kill Adam Chance. The doctor has... Them, yeah. yeah. The, the, the long, long and short of this is the bad guys have taken this meteorite stuff that makes the goop and they're going to dust the crops with it so Americans eat it and die. And the doctor is making an antidote that he thinks can fix it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's and it. so that's where this goes. That's like the, the way this is going because it isn't just that little gun that makes you into goop. The the, the real a, thing is, yeah, that they can do that. Like it can, um, it yeah. can dust crops and it'll kill all of America. Oh, another one, and then another one of my favorite parts is whenever, like, he's gonna call the uh, the agency. He's always like, "Hey, hello, this is Mickey Mouse." Mickey Mouse, oh yeah, and Minnie's got big feet or something like no, that. No, biggest oh, okay. feet in town. Like biggest feet in town. You go, oh, okay, oh, it's you, Adam Chance. You know, God. so every time he calls up the cops or or the agency, he's got to give that little, little like, Mickey you know, Mouse shenanigans thing. Little like, Mickey Mouse shenanigans. Uh, I wonder if Walt Disney was happy. Maybe, uh, maybe yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> you know. it, it, it really wowed him with the kids back in 1966. It might have been Disney probably owned the production house that made this or something. Yeah, like, they're probably you know. in cahoots with Universal or something. Yeah. You know, so basically, they're, they the, the now the bad guys are trying to kidnap the doctor, and everyone knows everything. The girl is always listening to them, and Adam Chance is always listening to them, and like everyone knows everyone's secrets. So it's just like it is spy gamey in that way. You know, so he knows that they're trying to kill him. So he he he, he wires a door to get electrocuted, but that's not now. So so now he sends the the doctor and the girl out, and then he's. 
He goes on a date he, with the no, girl, he, and, he, and, he and he climbs into her. the back of this dry cleaning van, yeah. which, which is a white van that says dry cleaning on the side of it, like with spray paint. You're like, okay. Yeah, uh, driven by Raphael Campos, or Prince. Or Prince, yeah. So he hides back there, and then they go to Mexico to this little villa. That's the home base of the bad guys. Well, of course, all bad guys live in Mexico. Sure. Well, that's you know, they, they have the summits. Why not? They have the summits there. It's just easier to get to, yes, the, exactly, get yeah, to the office, exactly, you know, the, the, yeah. the evil empire office. Yeah, just pay out the cops. And <laughs> so, so then, now, Adam is hiding in this truck, and then, it is literally like, they got there, like, well, Adam wasn't there. Weird. Okay, get rid of the truck. And then this other guy gets into the truck. And uh, he, like, strangles him. Strangles him with a wire hanger. No wire hangers jokes all day long. Yeah, right. Uh, no more wire hangers. <laughs> no <guy>. wire hangers. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 yeah. uh, and then, um, so he strangles this guy, and he's going, drive, drive. He <laughs> yeah, does this right. weird thing, and the guy crashes over, and then, then he gets back to town. So the server guy picks him up and takes him back. Yeah. Which is just like, okay, whatever. That's convenience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when Adam Chance is like, okay, I know where he lives. And he tells them where he lives. And he's like, I wired the door to kill whoever's here. Because I know they're coming for me. And Prince shows up with a amphibious car, one of those car and boat things. Yeah, right, right, right. And they have a shootout. They have a shootout, kind of. And he kills one of them, and he hurts Prince, but then he goes off into the sea and yeah. goes back. And they're like, he tells them, hey, Adam Chance is still alive, you know, we gotta, yeah. we got to go there and get him. And then I think they start like, okay, they plan to go back. They go back to the, do they go back there? Was it one of the, or was Robert Quarry still like? At this point, the girl says, oh, I'm so scared and hurt. So Adam runs to her. So then they yeah, get, right, right. They get the doctor. Did you notice that when he runs to her? He grabbed her he boobs grabbed the boob. twice. Yes, and awesome. you can tell she even re like she, she even, even like, readjusted her boobs. Yeah, and I was like, mm, okay, I don't know if she was too comfortable with that, but yeah, whatever. But, yeah, but hey, it worked. Total boob grab. Total boob grab. I know <laughs> that old creep. <laughs> so <laughs> it was so weird, and it was so obvious. You would think you they would like, take two, but it was like, nah, just leave it. It's Adam yeah. Chance. He can grab. Adam Chance is a boob grabber. That's just yeah, the way yeah, it is. yeah, right. <laughs> he did it. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> and then you know, so then like. Now that the bad guys have the the scientist, yeah, and she stays there, and he takes her car, and he calls in another agent, and says, "Watch her, you know, make sure she's safe." At this point, he doesn't know she's bad yet. Yeah, right. Because while he was fighting Prince, the other guy took the bad guy. Because it was like they yeah. split up, and he took the the doctor. Which leads you to believe she did that on purpose to sure. draw him yeah, away yeah, yeah. so she, they could get him. And they, it worked. So then now they're like, "Okay, well you stay here, and I'm gonna go to the compound." Because I gave the doctor this transmitter that tells me where he is, and he and he drives up to the Mexican villa and runs over a bottle, and that cuts the tires of his car. Yeah. So now he's on a motorcycle, and they're gone, and he's following them with this beeper thing, and then he's like, oh, they're in this airplane. They're go- Now, this is the final scene. They're going to load these planes up and dust the crops of America. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, that would kill, like, ten people. And well, also, this whole movie, they're talking about this stuff that's goop and turns into goop. That's not how spores work. If you're in the area, you're getting con- infected. Like, they were like looking at these people and touching them and touching this stuff. And you're like, I wouldn't go near that crap without one of those fallout suits. Yeah. You, right, like, right, you know, right, and they're right. just like, but it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. So now it's the, they put this, <laughs> they put this rope with two machine guns pointing yeah, at so each see other. It t- so when his motorcycle goes through, he goes, shoot him. And machine and guns. And he notices him. it. He notices it. And he like, Moves the rope a little further. Yeah. So once the motorcycle gets past you, and he goes, and then and Martin Coast like the bad guy. Ah, he is dead now. Yeah, ha ha ha. Looks like your agent for um Adam Chance won't be saving you. Won't be saving you anymore. So give me the antidote, you. And then the guy says no, and he punches him and knocks out the scientist. But then and he goes, hey, no, Adam West, uh, Adam West. Yeah, I wish Adam West. Adam Chance been. is here. Oh, Adam. And he's like, no. So that means that's two against three, and he and then. <laughs> Martin goes, no, wrong. It's a two against one. And he shoots him in the Shot leg. Shot him in the hip. I was like, that's in not going to heal. Well, that's going to hurt. That, that, that's not healing for a long time. And also, yeah. uh, boy, it, if Adam West would have been Adam Chance. That, that would have been cooler, oh man. Oh, my God. That would have been I so love Mark Richmond, or Peter Mark Richmond as he's later, but Adam West would have been great, man. Think of that. 
Oh, yeah. man. Oh, man. This would have been the Batman. greatest movies he ever made. He was doing made. Batman at the time, so I couldn't make I it. Couldn't cut it. They couldn't cut it. But. They got to get Mark Richman. So now it's just the standard. They shoot the guy. That, they shoot Prince who's flying a plane. Now that doesn't go anywhere. The plane blows up, right? Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then they, sh- and they shoot. Then Now they're having a shootout in this factory. They're, they're, they're trying to have a shootout because his gun runs out. And then the, he, and then there was a scene where Barbara Boucher goes, oh, "I give you my gun," you know, because they she, did some gun. She switched. Gun. She, gave she a switched, switch. and he's ready to have a shootout, and all of a sudden the gun's like click, click, nothing. So that's when he realizes, he's like, "Oh, she's a double, she's that, a turncoat." That little bitch. And know? then, uh, and then his gun's out, and then, and then like the the old scientist like hits a bag of the stuff. And it pours on them both. It pours on both. He, their own scientist runs, and the guy's like a crowbar. Yeah. And he runs after the guy while Adam Chance is is running around trying to get him, and he like hits him, and he hits the he hits the the goop, and he covers yeah. everybody. But the the scientist, goes, but the, I have I took the antidote. I yeah. took the antidote. Make sure you. I'm not going to be dead. It's like suspended animation. Now you're like okay, well that's over. So then he goes back to the... Well, they, first he goes back to the morgue. Yeah. Because he's like, no, no, he's still alive. And they're he's like, not dead. He's like, no, dude, Here, this, guy's, this guy's uh, done. No, he, so he's all just that goopy stuff. He's like, huh. And he writes... He takes time to write this thing. The guy's name, and it says human being. And you're like, yeah. I don't get it. But uh-huh. whatever. Mensch. Yes, whatever. And then... Uh, so then he... Then he goes back. And this, there was also a subplot where this girl was practicing archery because she was going to be an archery champion. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And he's, and this is where the smug and smarm hits. It's, it, we're at DEFCON 10 now. De- like, the smarm and the smugness is off the charts. And this guy's like, no, angel face. Come here, kitten. He's saying all this weird stuff. And you're yeah, because like, he walks into the room and he ducks the arrow. She's like, yeah, she tries him. to shoot him. She ducks him and then he's like, no, angel face, you're not going to shoot me. Turns out you wouldn't have won that competition anyway. Because your real name is Maria Khrushchev. Yeah, whatever, exactly. You know? yeah. She goes, how did you find out? I go, well, Madam Chance, lady, you, yeah. know, you know, whatever, you know. So she goes, Oh, I'm sorry. Let's let's have make love and it'll be okay, you know. So You're he's like, like Wait, he what? grabs a boob or attempts yeah. to again and, and makes out. He's like, arrest her for then, manslaughter, then, attempted manslaughter of Adam. And, and then after, and then like the the drunken, you know, drunken Wendell Corey and his people are there. She goes, oh, you can't you can't do that to me. And he goes, just watch me. And uh, he goes, mm-hmm. Booker Dano or Booker yeah. Wendell or whatever. The know. end. The end, and then like you know, also no like and agent for small. Afterwards, they should have had like and you know and next time Adam Chance will be back in you know know, bucket of my friend yeah something bucket of green baby diarrhea. (laughs) No, no part two. This it's a good goofball movie. It's fun. It's lightweight fun. It is a goofball movie. It did take itself seriously. No, it was not um, it was not nudge nudge wink at the camera. you know, it was it was almost like we, we hadn't done a spy movie, and I was like going over all these spy movies, oh, yeah, and going yeah. like which one, which one. And I went, let's just go here. Yeah, they had a and, nice uh, copy. You know, it's a, it's an okay movie. I mean, it is it is a total like six or seven to me. It's yeah, yeah, me too. Not yeah. great, not terrible. Kind of watching for fun. Sometimes you, know? you laugh. Sometimes you're like, wait, what did that guy just say? You know, he's it's pure sixties. You know, yeah. whatever. You know, and I mean, it's funny because you say I was gonna say it's pure sixties nonsense, but I wonder. If like in about twenty or thirty years, they look at these movies now, these technologically movies that are like supposedly like what we search, and I go, wow, that was really like two thousand and ten nonsense or whatever, you know? What I mean? Oh yeah, of course everything they becomes will. nonsense twenty or thirty years later. But for its time, it was a, it was fun. I'm sure it was, it was right up. Not well, I mean, it wasn't up there with like Bond. That series. Well, I, that's why I did it. Yeah, that series really. It took itself very seriously, and it presented itself very seriously, and it was. It, the franchise really kind of but took Bond on its own. But Bond at itself too, you know. Sometimes, it took itself tw- a little bit later, the first ones were serious. But, but towards know. by as as by the time of Goldfinger, there's a lot of money. There was some self-referencing. There's a little yeah, wink, of course, wink, you know. joking or whatever. And that's okay too, because you can't. Yeah, you can't really like you, it, you know. I mean, you're getting to the point where it's like, okay, you know. I mean, honestly, Goldfinger and you know, yeah. and that's ray also, guns and all that. You know, you it's also in the it's in the theaters. With these sellouts like Smokey and the Bandit and every which way but loose, 
So now you have these ones that are kind of really. You're talking about the 70s. Yeah, ones, yeah. I mean, the so, Roger Moore ones. So yeah. they have to. They have to do something to at least inject a little yeah, bit of that. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty bad when I, I think it's Living Let Die when he had like a Sheriff Buford. Oh yeah, and then they did that that corkscrew jump on the eh, whatever. Even though that might have been with no, that was in a later one, wasn't it? Was it was that way before Smokey and the Bandit when he did that, or was that? No, later? it was after. It was later. It was after. Okay, I, just, I forgot. All right, but yes. So Agent for Harm, um, it's out there everywhere. Yeah, check it out. The it's MSD great. version is hilarious. The actual normal one is funny to watch too. I would suggest both of them. Um, so yeah, that's it. We six is just six to seven range for that 6. one. Six point five. Let's see uh, that. Six point zero. Split the difference. And then we're yeah. gonna go to. Uh, oh, now we're gonna go to a movie that. And it's gonna hurt now. That could have been a short story. No, it wouldn't have. Well, not really here's a trailer. We'll be right back. Shit, you got so many balls on the table. I'm gonna have to start knocking your balls in to get them out of my way. It's here, two of the most fearless portrayals ever presented on the motion picture screen. Some of the scenes are so powerful that many have fainted. You will witness the actual birth of a baby before your very eyes. Yes, you too will learn facts and truths you never realized existed. You will hear in person Dr. X, noted commentator. Because of the subject of this motion picture, it will play to adults only. You may faint, but you will never forget Streets Street of, of Sin, sin. and Life, Life Begins. begins. Now showing at the Sheridan Drive-In Theater, Harlem Avenue at 79th Street. We had the most incredibly romantic time. I thought we were going to be together forever. And then, <laughs> about a week later, right out of the blue, she sends me a John Deere letter. It's Sunday, 8 a.m., you awaken and make love like there's no tomorrow. You may be right. The year of the cannibals, when love becomes a joke and murder a good citizen's lawful duty. The year of the cannibals, a year not too far from now. A year in a never world when men and women never touch, never feel, never love on pain of death. A Year of the Cannibals from American International Pictures and Technicolor. Starring Britt Eklund and Pierre Clemente. Rated GP, all ages admitted. Parental guidance suggested. Mom always said there's an awful lot you could tell about a person by their shoes. Where they go. Where they've been. I've worn lots of shoes. You're the cannibals. Crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, love it. Loving it. All right. So this was... Uh, now, my, my pick was actually a pick from last week, but we, we got such a deep dive into the... What, the uh, eyes without eyes a face. Eyes without a face. <laughs> Did you see the picture I put yeah, up? Yeah, I saw your Billy Idol <laughs> picture. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> Talk so, about smarm, okay? Yeah, you got Agent for Idol. So I picked this for last week's show. We both watched it last week, so details will be a bit fuzzy. This is a this is a movie called Dead End Street from 1988. Yeah, which I un, un weird thing because we do another show called Kung Fu Theater. That's we play on uh, slow Ro- We play that on uh, the indie circuit. No, we play that on Radio Saint Radio Pete. Saint Pete sorry, yeah, Radio Paint <laughs> Saint Pete. But uh, we also repackage it sometimes for our shows. We'll do two of them. And so last week I also picked one, uh, Diamond Force Ninja. Yeah. That again, those were both from 1988, which inadvertently to me, uh, you know, Doctor Morbius wrote and said, "What was 88 a good year?" And I was and like, "You're like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was all right, whatever." Well, these two movies were made, so probably, probably not high, as good as I remember. Got out of high school in 88. That's right, graduated. That's always yeah. a good thing. Yeah. So, this movie, Dead End City. Dead End City. It was. Dead End. It was kind of like Escape from. Uh, an, uh, Escape from 2000. Remember that Henry Silva? Is that the right name of it? The uh, oh, I uh, never saw it. I know what movies you're yeah, talking is that about. Henry, I know what movies you're talking about. Where you're supposed about. to like leave the city, and and then or yeah. or even it was even the plot of of RoboCop, kind of saying yeah. New Detroit. They they kind of ran everyone out yeah, with a crime wave. Think about that. Buy it, yeah. and then and then they're supposed to be making a new better city. 
usually controlled by one rich they do, they're evil doing organization. that with Chicago, I think. Detroit. And Detroit, too. <laughs> they're doing that in both those cities. Sadly, Detroit did it to itself. So yeah, they didn't need to. <laughs> they did it after 2000. Or was it before 2000? Anyway, they did it Yikes. themselves. Yikes. Uh, anyway. You, well, you know what? That is just total offshoot, but we're seeing an actual city go away. Yeah, we are. I don't think that's ever been done in America. Well, didn't the pretenders do? I went back to Ohio. My city was gone. Now, technically, well, cities are going away. Uh, you know that. You know what it is. It'll that was come, a big. That was it, a ma- Detroit massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll come back at some point, but it's a big. Mm, I don't it's know. It's a big pile of poop, baby yeah. diarrhea poop there. Yeah, green, green. Yeah. Agent, it'll come back. Agent for Smarm must have shot it. It'll come um, back. Yeah. So well, we'll. I don't. Well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll have. A I hope so. Yeah, I would yeah. hope so, but I don't know. Uh, so anyway, this is this is a movie. Basically, yeah, it's very light in plot and and uh, but it's basi- really heavy in characterization. Oh Jesus! Not and then, yeah, this a guy like they're they're rounding people up to get out of this city because of the crime wave, and it's under martial law. This is supposed to be like in the future somewhere. I don't know martial I don't, law. I don't think <laughs> martial, martial art. Arts. I'm sorry. I don't think they I don't think they said what year this was. Did they? No, but you know. it's like the future. And one guy said, "No, I'm not going because my dad built this factory. He built this city on rock and yuck." Yeah. So, so that's it. Like this bad, this gang of bad guys led by the Chin himself, Robert Zadar, Zadar uh, is un- by, under direction by. The cops, it turns Dennis out. Dennis Cole, who's yeah. a TV actor who should know better than to do movies <laughs> like this, but I guess he needed a few bucks. So <laughs> he needed, he needed to get a brake job done on his car, so he took yeah, this movie. He took this movie. Yeah. And, and and then the the good guy is like has a a band of a few helpers, and they're holed up in this this uh, factory. And then like a, a, a news reporter comes in, and she and she's a jerk. Oh, God, uh, and she's yeah. like, oh with yeah, way what? too much makeup, man. She oh, looked like so she looked like Kabuki theater with all that makeup she had on. It was it terrible. Was like it was so odd. Yeah, and then, it was like, whoa, lady, you don't have to go so hard. You know, just take it easy a yeah. little bit. You know. And then yeah, so she's there and she's like, she's doing the whole super slanted media where she's like, oh, why are you being such a rebellion? Why are you? Why are you guys? Don't you leave? And then there was yeah. some other jerk that shows up out of the blue just to be a jerk, and he's like, oh, I'm running away from these guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I want to join your band, your group, or whatever. And he's like, you know, he's just being in it. Yeah, whatever. These characters, this is part of the problem. And and you'll you'll notice from the slant we're taking, this movie was terrible. And, terrible. And this this the characters were like not likable on any level. No. Not relatable on any no. level. Like you don't even know that, you didn't understand their motivation, why they were there, what they were trying to do, how they were trying to even act. They didn't know. want to leave. So then, basically, this movie is like... Okay, I got a, a truckload of guns. I got, you know, we got guns here. We got guns. We got, like, about five people. We got, like, uh, my co-workers. And then a, her blind brother shows up, you know, no, going well, like... Well, no. Her, oh, is it brother, brother or girlfriend? Or boyfriend? No, no. I th- was it her boyfriend? I thought it was, yeah. a, I thought it was a relative. Might be. doesn't matter. So, yeah, like... Okay, so the, the lady is there interviewing, and she's being a super jerk. And then she, like, flip-flops because they get trapped together, and she finds out he really does have a heart of gold. Our hero. Our hero. And his secretary is the one that stays there and helps too. And she has a blind boyfriend or brother. We don't know which one it was. Yeah. I'm sure they said, but it well, was tough you know, to stay engaged with this maybe movie. Maybe it's both, which would make it even yeah. gringier, grungier. But this, anyway, it, it, this, I think it was relevant. Yeah, this was really tough to stay engaged with this movie. It was really stupid. It was floaty and stupid, and you were like, "What are you trying to say to me now? What, who are you talking to?" You know, it was almost like a, the, the, it was almost like the Alamo or something. You know, yeah, they yeah, they're held up. They're held up, and all these biker gangs or whatever mm-hmm. gangs they were. They weren't even biker gangs. They were punk. No. They were punk. They were supposed to be like punk rock, punk rockers, you know. gang, and the, that are under direction by who we find out the evil guy is actually the the head of the police. Because they want to get everybody out of there and rebuild the new city, and you know, under their reign. Under their reign, yeah. You know, you know so. that, that that like I said, same as RoboCop, except RoboCop was like a movie, and this is like a collection of of nonsense, I guess. I don't know. Now, if it would have been, if it would have been a robot, and it would have been a lot better, you know. But some of the yeah. acting was robotic. Oh so, yeah. I don't know. So now it's just they're in this thing, and they have guns, and every every now and then Robert Zadar shows up, and they shoot at them, 
and a couple more of their guys get picked off. Yeah. Then they go back and they go, oh, we got to go kill them. And, and then Robert Zadar says, oh, not until I talk to the boss. You shut up. And then he goes and talks to the boss, and the boss says, just wait a little bit longer. <laughs> and you're like, what are we doing here? And then it flashes back to the girl, and, and then he's this budding romance between jerk reporter and jerk guy who won't leave. Yeah. You know, and, and you're just like... And she get, and she's like, you know, she, she says, well, I got to make a phone call. I got to tell my, you know, the station that I'm like, I'm, like, I'm here. Oh, yeah, because she's so important, you know. And so she goes out. And to look for a phone booth, you know, good job. Remember phone booths? Yeah, remember phone booths? Wow. Remember laughter? And anyway, and then she's they like... Gets so a, disgusting. You never wanted to touch... For those of you younger than us, there used to be <laughs> these things called public phones. Uh, yeah. And they used to be in these little booths, and you'd put a quarter in and you'd call home. Or a dime. You, you, weren't, you weren't connected to everyone at all times. You didn't have a cell phone, yeah. yeah. And they were just disgusting. Oh, my God. They were, you, you know... Hey, you usually know what? Usually broken. Usually. You know what? I, they weren't that disgusting. Hey, if Superman could change from Clark Kent to Superman in a phone booth, they weren't that bad. If Doctor Who could get in a phone booth and go all over where, the world, they weren't that bad. Where does Superman change now? I don't know. I don't know what the deal is now. Have you, have you read any new ones? Cause I, no, I haven't read I any never even ones. thought of that before. But that was in the olden days. The olden days, he would go into a phone booth and ch- he'd come out Superman, Clark Kent. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Clark yeah. Kent would go in and change into Superman. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> Just don't let those glasses fool you. you know? yeah. Wait, oh wait, oh my God, that gigantic chiseled man has no glasses. Now he's Superman. Sure isn't Clark Kent. Yeah. Anyway, right. same voice. You know, we work with him for years, yeah. and you know, just because he got that little spit curl and no glasses, yeah. and he flies. But but yeah, I never thought of that. I wonder if he like now he has to go into probably like Doctor Who's in the phone booth too. I mean, you know, well, he built his own phone booth though. Yeah, that's a rocking yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So back to this movie for no reason. And and it just culminates into like a shootout. No, well, no, kind no. of a shootout. See, now I'm stuck in phone booth. Cause look, even 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 Jack White records music in a phone booth. You know that music. Uh, sometimes, yeah, I've I've seen. Yeah, I've seen that. So you know, I've been. Like, I, I've if you go, I'm not go- totally trash phone booth. Yeah, they are. They were. They could be pretty grungy, depending on where you were at. Let's just say where I lived, yeah, they okay. weren't anything you wanted to you touch. You could get some kind of like weird disease <laughs> if you talked into it, you know. Because you know what else? The neuro- the neurosis of America didn't hit until later. No. We didn't have that, that, that uh, germ cleaning stuff no, that you wipe no, your hands no, with. No, we didn't have white. Screw that. So we were real men. We were. Women. We were stronger against germs and Yeah, we, were, we really were stronger. I mean, I dude, every time I was a kid, every time I was a kid, boy, that wouldn't make sense. When I was a kid... You know, you need to... F- hey, my parents, hey, can you come and get me at the, my friend's house if you weren't at... Oh, no, if you can get me at the theater or, like, blah, blah. You always use the phone. You know what you know, we used to do? Phones. Like, if if we got Smoke something... signals? No, if we used to get some crap on us or, like, some gross... Oh, no, we would go over to a mud puddle and just kind of put our hands in the mud puddle uh, yeah, yeah, and just wipe it on your jeans and off you go. And it didn't even matter. Yeah. Anyway. Getting back to the movie. And phone so, booth. Now, I, this is the bad thing. I'm I'm not even remembering the culmination. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I Good, because you got to walk a suit. Because I remember there's a point where everyone dies except him. Yeah, well, he when he goes off, I think, to, to, he gets captured to save Gurley, to save his Gurley, okay. one of the guys decides to become superhero. Okay. So he goes, well, I think we were running out of guns. And he's like, I'm going to go and get some guns. And he goes, no, you can't go out there. You're going to get killed. And his best buddy gets shot. Then the blind guy goes, I can't, whatever I can't see can't hurt me. I'm like. Yeah, and then the blind guy starts hearing guys because guys are, they're nah. surrounded. The guys are coming into the roof and all. So he shoots a guy. So he's coming into the roof. And while he's, while he's going on saving the girl, everybody else pretty much gets massacred yeah. inside. The girl does, you know, the friends do or whatever. And they shoot back and they kill a couple of guys. But, you know, they, they can't get rid of everybody because they're fighting against, you know, you know, a ton of people. So he comes back with the girl and they're all dead. And he's like, oh, my God, you know, I can't believe it. They're all dead. And she's like, oh, what are you going to do? And he goes, I think I'm going to make out with you, you know, because they don't care about anybody else anymore. You then know? he goes to kill Zadar and the bad guy. So, but then he goes, and then you find out that he goes and he goes and he sees Zadar, meanwhile, is talking to the chief of police. And we find out that all these that's, punks, that's, killers, yeah, or whatever, that's the guy. were cops. Yep. They were cops. They were all basically pretending to be like these hoodlums to get to get rid of everybody so they could take over the city. So he has a shootout with Zadar. It's such a weird premise. In the tunnel. Yeah. And he ends up killing him. And then, like, he shoots Dennis Cole, I think. And then he goes after Dennis Cole because Dennis Cole is he, running. He too. runs, yeah. he ru- But he shoots him. And then, 
Now, what was the end game to this? Because I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. All I remember from the end was that he has a shootout with Dennis Cole, like he a western. Him. He kills yeah. him. And then basically he's like, you know, the girl goes, well, I, I think I love you or something like that. And then they're like, you know, they they become like a, a couple. They kiss and that's it. And then that was it, you know. And then I think I think they even had one of those, we'll be back. And then, I no, wait a minute. They kiss. And at the end... There's two guys in raincoats or in trench coats. Show oh my up. God, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, well, those guys didn't do it. We're gonna have to get someone else to come in and do it. Yeah, right. And then at the end, after like him and the girl go, oh, oh, you know, Mary, John, Mary, John, I love you. You know, blah blah. The movie ends, the credits, and then he goes, bye. We'll be back with like yeah. you know, a return of the dead. They thought there was gonna be a second one of these, really? and I'm like, yuck. Yeah, they thought. We knew, but they thought. You know. I was surprised we did not see one boom mic. We did see a boob though, because there was that one part well, where there was a hooker in the street that had a boob out, and then they were they they, went they to, ran to a strip club in the middle they of the went to sewer. A strip club in the middle of the sewers, and that girl and was that, so we straight didn't get up. to see boobs. That was a real stripper. I mean, that was like a stripper. Oh, that was that, a real deal, like they yeah. said after your shift, come here and you can be in a movie. Okay, three hundred bucks later and some coke. Yeah, here's yeah. a here's a hooker. Uh, three hundred. <laughs> come on, man. It was it was maybe fifty. And <laughs> come out some coke. Yeah, so. some coke. We have coke. Um, this, this this was a this was, this was a bad so bad, bad it, movie so bad it's okay I guess it, yeah. but it wasn't even funny or fun though like no. there was nothing see to me it's like MST I think would have been better at poking fun of Dead End City than well, Agent from Harm well they just didn't get to it they they do they could have no I no mean, no I mean like but this wasn't probably public well, domain yet or whatever future episode that, that's what I mean like they. They literally, Dead End City is an MST They literally job. couldn't keep up with the bad movies, you know, like, and they had to yeah. be public domain. No, or, or, no, no. I think or they had to be able to buy them. They had to buy them. That's yeah, what I mean. So, you know, this one was, I didn't have fun with it either, which was the sad part, because sometimes you watch these, and they are that, it's so bad, it's good, and you, like, start laughing at them, and you're like, oh, my God. I think I liked it a little bit better than you, but yeah, not probably. by much. Not I by mean, much. I'm going in with a three. I'm yeah. giving it a five. Take oh, okay. it a little bit. Yeah, if, you, if, you have, if, you of, if you have some beers, you know, it might yeah. be good. The thing I always kind of think of is, like... Not okay. Coke. Don't do Coke and watch <laughs> this movie. Don't do that. We're not, we're, not, we're not for that. Beer, yes. Coke, no. So, like, you know, you, you're watching this, and there's so many other ones, like Ninja Terminator or... Like ones that have a little bit more that are funny, like where you you're like, <laughs> this was I don't know. I mean, because it wasn't stupid enough. It wasn't like it was just some guys had a camera and who cares? And to let's me, make it's a like, movie, hey, you know? hey, if anybody out there knows somebody from MST, this is your movie. Please go to town. <laughs> well, this they is, are rebooting it. So. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is your movie. Yeah. Go for this. It's right up your alley. It's right there with like. Windbreakers or whatever that oh, one slipstream. was. Slipstream. Slipstream or what Time Walkers or yeah, whatever. Yeah, what was that? What was that one that was the, uh, it was the dinosaurs <laughs> and there was like those big dudes and then that, that girl and that guy who's the Jean-Claude Van Damme knockoff or... Oh, I forgot what the name of that one. Oh, um, Future War. That's it. Future War, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're basically, our show is like their testing ground. Just yeah. listen to our show, MST People, and you'll find a lot and of movies. And as your writers, too. Yeah, exactly. Hires his riders or, or, or caterers because, you know, or, who cares? or whatever, you know, gophers or whatever. Uh, anyway, so, so that's it for this week. I mean, this this, week. you know, um, Agent for Harm was a funny watch. This one, not so much. But next week, I'm confident I picked some. Uh, we got some Are good. you confident? Because I'm not confident. I'm not oh, confident. Oh, oh, I am. I picked. Well, you watch, we're, did you watch it already? No, not yet. Oh, I, right. I picked Suburban Commando yeah, yeah, starring yeah. Hulk Hogan. And I haven't figured out yet. This I'm, is. I'm, I'm, this is going to be epically stupid. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. No, that's it. Well, my name's Mal, and me, as always. Dr. Morby. And the, we're going to have Don Sullivan sing us into the sunset with a mushroom song. See you all next week, everyone.
Any more like laughing than I do right now. 